Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the Enhancement Core update coming from Bungie. They have not given us any information at this point in time. The TWAV hasn't come out, but I got pretty heated and upset about their response and the slowness of their response. We've been complaining about this for a long time. I'm not really concerned with their statistics because so many people have stopped playing that won't be in those statistics. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. If I'm not live when you come check out the channel, just throw me a follow so you don't miss these conversations and you don't miss the Q&A sessions. At this point, we're going to be just taking questions from the audience as well uh, as continuing to discuss this. We're going to cover the TWAB tomorrow and we'll do another Q&A session after they actually give us the information. Um, I don't think there's a stream next week. I think they are just saying that the Opulent Summit for people will be at the studio. I Multiple people said that Deej said at the end of the stream there will be a stream next week on Opulence. We were given a timestamp from a viewer in chat. Two hours and eight minutes in the stream was the timestamp we were given from, uh, I think it was Peasant Ghost that said that was the timestamp. And someone else is saying Deej said stream. So the reason I'm doing this before I jump into the questions... I pretty much think I've got confirmation that Season of Drifter hasn't gone over well. I didn't think it was going to go over well because they're already jumping into a Season of Opulence stream next week. That's super early. They haven't done this before with the marketing of any of the annual pass pieces. I think that the actual engagement numbers are not promising right now. I think most people are probably engaging with questline items or pinnacle pursuits, and once those are done, I think people are falling off. Gambit Prime and Reckoning engagement is probably very, very low. Bungie knows that, so they're going to try and get in front of the Exodus to get people excited about Penumbra. Now, why would they do that? I think they're doing it because at this point in time, community, community and consumer confidence is going down. And they want to get in front of that. I think Penumbra Season of Opulence is going to be very good and very full. I've said since the beginning, I thought that it was going to be the biggest piece, the fullest piece of the of the annual pass. And it seems like that might be the case. We'll have to wait and watch the stream, obviously. Um, I'm excited about it, but I am kind of obviously disappointed with some of the decisions lately, both with infusion cost, the RNG leveling, uh, frustrating players to the point that they're quitting. That's been my main concern with my content is not my experience, but the experience of the community at large that is disengaging with the content because of the leveling and infusion hurdles that I don't think add any value points at all. Let's jump into the questions. This is probably going to be a long Q&A session. I don't have an issues with cores in infusion. This is Leviathan uh, speaking here. I have an issue with how you earn cores. If they gave you more ways to earn uh, for the from the current ways, it would be much better. Thoughts or just remove them altogether. Again, you're offering a solution that gets at the heart of the true problem. The true problem is it is a confused currency. If you got your way, you are now giving us an overabundance of a currency that is intended for the mastery of items. Masterworking gear is supposed to be a capstone decision on the piece that you think is the best. Your god roll gauntlets, your god roll shotgun. You then decide to capstone it with mastery. You masterwork it, and it's costly. If you start to give us a significant more amount of ways to earn it, you're going to create a different problem than we have now. Instead of people feeling starved for cores, 
the hardcore players would have so many you then trivialize capstone in the gear to a certain extent nobody's capstone in gear because you deadlock the currency it just makes more sense to sit on a bundle and wait for next season that's what most players are doing even the players that say they have a fair amount say i'm saving them it just doesn't seem worth it to masterwork because I'm going to need it for infusion. So at this point, I, I think the currency is muddled. Like, at a ground level, before we even get into opinions about the meaningful nature of infusion, or infusion should be an action and not a reaction, before we even have that debate, the currency itself, the logic being applied to the currency is convoluted. You have a, a, a more rhythmic player choice, player freedom decision-making element called infusion. And then beyond that, you have masterwork. They're completely different activities, and they're and the currency is being muddled because it's being combined. So even your solution, in my opinion, isn't necessarily a solution. It's probably not a solution Bungie wants to do either. It would just lead to more giant stockpiles of cores, which again trivializes mastering the items. The absolute best solution is, um. Peasant Ghost said, the timestamp for the stream is, Deej says they're using the stream space for the community summit for opulence, so I'm incorrect, just wanted to clarify. Right, but, oh, they're using the stream space, so they're not doing a stream? Or are they going to be streaming with the community there and talking about opulence? Like, which is it? It sounds now like they might just be using the stream space. Why would you tell us that? If we, if we can't see it, what would be the point in telling the viewing public that? Um... The solution in this situation is you take enhancement cores out of infusion and you give us the ability to enhance perks. If you can enhance perks and you make it costly, now the currency makes sense. Now you have something for endgame people to grind for. They're still going to do the spider grind. They're still going to try to get as many cores as they can because taking perks up to their the mat, like enhanced hand cannon reloader makes way more sense. That's how you fix it. $5 from uh, Grift Gritter. Happy anniversary, Lono. I've only followed you for three months, but I'm proud of what you have achieved. I brag about you all the time. The Destiny 2 and Division clan members have a great one. Well, thank you. Thank you for the five spot and for the the um, the compliment. Oh, and I missed Comatose's uh, two-month resub. Miss Unreal Tournament. They don't make them like they used to. You got that right. Rusty. Dylan said, these decisions are being made paired with analytical data of player progression in terms of power level over the course of a season, but cores don't impact power level. You get to 700 at the same rate. It only stops you from using your preferred loadout along the way. Thoughts? Yes. This is one of the reasons why, as you read it, you just, it's, it just feels tone deaf. It's like, in people that try to claim that having enhancement cores be costly is a way to extend playtime. That that's a complete and fundamental misunderstanding of infusion's role in playtime. It's a complete and fundamental misunderstanding. You're not slowing me down. I can be at 690 or 660 or whatever max level you're at. You just have to use your sidearm or your edge transit or sword or whatever you get that you're not interested in. So I don't I don't think even bringing power level into the discussion. Now maybe um, maybe they're going to address power level concerns too about like player progression. But again, if you look at the analytical data of people playing throughout the season and how they progress in level, that doesn't consider or take into consideration the people who have stopped playing. D doesn't really clarify. He just says they're using the space for the summit 
Uh, I just don't want to give you false information. It's odd to tell us the stream space, but he does say it's for the summit, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess maybe they're just letting people know that there's a summit going on, which, again, I don't know why anybody cares. Here's a timestamp from Kula. There will be more Bungie bounties to come. Some of them will happen right here. We're going to be back on the PC, not next week, because next week we're going to be using this space to invite some special guests into our studio to get hands-on with Season of uh, season of Opulence. So it sounds like it's not going to be streamed. They're just promoting the fact that people are going to get to play Opulence. So maybe there, if there's no stream, yeah, if there's no stream, it's just, it's just where they're doing the studio thing. Um, yeah, it's just a capture event. Yeah. Again, yeah, it's not even a community summit. Like they call it that, but again, it's, they're, they're making it very clear. It's a capture event. Like I just, I don't know why they call them community summits. Anyways, the community summits have been happening for a long time. If that's what they're going to call them. They've been doing these for years. They bring people out, they play. And on top of that, on top of that, you haven't really applied a lot of their input well. Like, a lot of people want to blame the streamers that went to the summit with the enhancement core situation, and I just don't think that that's fair. I disagree with their 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 contribution to the discussion, and I haven't appreciated, like, you know, passive shots being taken at me, but I still don't blame them, you know? When the dust settles, and I'm not being I'm not being you know chided and mocked. Even when the dust settles on that, I'm like I'm not going to blame these people for this. They're not the ones that said make it masterwork cores, and then they changed their name to enhancement cores. Like they didn't say that. They just said make infusion more meaningful. Again, Bungie could have went a completely different route. They could have said, well, we could do leveling like we did in D D uh, D two vanilla, where you're getting little bumps. He- constantly and then big bumps from milestone all those little bumps would add up and if you're infusing like crazy you'll run out of the currency you'll run out of the glimmer you'll run out of shards you'll run out of planetary materials they could have done that that would have been just another interpretation of streamers saying infusion should be more of a choice that's another interpretation of their feedback the streamers did not say make it masterwork cores oh and then make a make it really hard to get the masterwork cores like you gotta go to spider and you only get six and it takes like an hour and a half like just that's not what they asked for so I don't blame I don't blame the streamers at all they gave feedback and the feedback got interpreted and I think Bungie misfired that's what I think um now some people have continued to defend it but even others have changed their position Others have changed the position. Dado's changed his position on it. He originally thought it was fine. He's changed his position. So I think people are coming around to the idea that it's not really serving a purpose anymore. Brendan, do you think Invitations of the Nine should have dropped Trials-themed gear, or do you think Refresh on Vendor gear? You don't want to do anything with the Trials gear. You're just People are already upset about Trials not coming back. It would be a bit of an insult to say... Oh yeah, and all that trials gear you guys earned in the past. Yeah, we're uh, we're 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 gonna use that gear in this content. I don't think that would have gone over very well at all. I, I just I don't think people that would have probably been a little bit of an insult. Aiden, I uh, just hit 700 on my three characters. Went from 100 enhancement cores at the start of the season to now having 20 after bringing up a few select pieces while leveling and also a few hitting max. The only way I can be satisfied with them keeping them in is rebalancing and giving us more. It feels like it's just too rare right now to justify what they are meant for, which is masterworking. Well, again, you're trying to offer what Leviathan said in his previous question. Oh, just give us more. I think the simplest solution is you just take them out of infusion. Because trust me, if you were masterworking gear, you would be blowing through your enhancement cores, blowing through them. 
you do a couple of guns and a couple of pieces of armor and I mean you what is it I think it's like 17 cores for one piece all the way masterworked Jiminy Christmas it's 17 to masterwork a gun how much is it for armor so it's 17 for a gun so if you just do your main loadout that's 51 cores if you do two loadouts if you masterwork two loadouts and obviously we're excluding exotics from this that's a hundred cores that's every enhancement core you came into the season with if you enhanced two loadouts of weapons two like six weapons that's all of your enhancement cores armor is easy only five tiers it's like five or six okay so if you enhance an entire loadout so that's five pieces of armor times five that's 25 plus the 50 plus the 51 or so let's just say 50 for the weapons you do 50 for the three weapons and you do the 25 that's 75 his 100 cores that he went into the season with is enough to masterwork one loadout don't you see like it the currency the currency feed rate makes more sense in the realm of mastery and then when you'd be done mastering the gear that you really really like then you could start saving them up to enhance the perks you you enhance you enhance your hand cannon loader you enhance your unflinching or whatever the frick that's you investing in your gear that's what they're intended for I watched the end of the stream for yesterday there is no stream next week they just said it's for the summit uh, for season of opulence okay well there you go I'm sure that'll make people feel really really good that they're doing another community summit uh, since many people attribute the summit to the pain that we're in now with leveling and infusion (laughs) like I'm sure that made people feel great that's that's really an important announcement to make (laughs) it's a real important announcement to make (laughs) that'll make everybody feel real good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just enough joining you from YouTube I know you want leveling to be improved for instance gaining a plus one power from any activity but how fast do you want the leveling process to be you have to understand something leveling is not content it's not content you're going through even if I got my way and they gave you let's dial it back a little bit if every activity gave you gear at your level okay so right now i am at 694 okay i'm at 694 if everything drops at 694 for me i could round off my gear i could go and grind and get a chest piece at 694 and a powerful weapon a power a heavy weapon at 694 and when i do that that would roll me over to 695 then I could start grinding for 695 and slowly replace all my gear and then that would probably roll me over to 696, okay? That would take a long time but if I did it that way, I'm protecting myself from bad RNG on a milestone, right? If you if you if you basically do that you can round off all your gear and then go do a milestone the only milestone drop that would screw me at that point is like these two, my standouts. I have a 699 and a 697. If all these get 695 and 696, and I go and do a milestone, that milestone is going to be a guaranteed plus one, maybe plus two, th- plus three. If I'm if I'm under if I'm under 690, if I'm under 690, it's even bigger jumps. So you round out your gear before doing milestones. That's exactly how it should be. 
and that wouldn't be fast don't you understand i'm suggesting a system that gives you a sense of progression and empowerment and it allows you to play the content that you want i'm not asking you to be, make me grease lightning and after a week i'm 700 the hardcore players i mean i'm at 694 after two weeks do you see what i'm saying so when you look when you look at the 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 flow of leveling right now i'm not trying to disrupt using milestones you could leave the milestones in there for bigger jumps so if a more casual player hits the ground running on a tuesday and by thursday he doesn't have any of his his favorite pve milestones he's used them all up do you know what he could do that person could go grind strikes they could go grind public events round out their gear get their gear nice and polished so they okay now if i go and do gambit or crucible i don't really want to but if i do i'm going to get a jump because i've polished my gear off i've gotten everything up into like the 665s like they get all their pieces around 665 so any milestone reward it doesn't matter where it drops would help them it's a it's it's literally a better leveling system that doesn't detract from saying milestones are the most effective way to to level up. Those would still be big jumps. It it doesn't make any sense to me. All you got to do is make the purples and blues drop at level and you fix the entire problem. Seriously, it's that simple. It literally is that simple. You you <laughs> purples and blues drop at level. Round out your gear before doing a milestone and you guarantee yourself a more protected jump. Then if you go do Crucible and Gambit and you don't really feel like it, it doesn't matter. You know you're going to get a jump, so at least you feel like your time was well spent. I... That's it. That's the solution. Those are two easy solutions. You take Enhancement Cores out of the fusion, you make Purples and Blues drop at level, and you get, you get what everybody wants. Streamline leveling less frustrating infusion and if you literally if you literally infuse like a madman every time you're getting your plus twos and plus ones from public events you're gonna run out of glimmer you're gonna run out of planetary materials that's a natural pain point and that would i mean that would be on the player at that point it's like you weren't paying attention dude you're infusing every single thing come on it as i say that like i cannot believe i cannot believe that's not how the system works it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't make anybody blast up to 700 really really fast it would make it would make players all along the spectrum feel a sense of satisfaction because if you're a hardcore player you could really take your time and really make sure every piece is exactly right if you're a more casual player you know that you can just play the game and get little jumps here and there and you feel a sense of progress and if you really want to ratchet things up, you do your milestones, you try to get into the new content. What you're trying to do is you're trying to get people into the new content. Isn't that the point of the season pass, the annual pass? Isn't the entire point to play new content? Johnny. Lono, I hear you about the press release, uh, about this press release tonight. I believe this shift in info release is partially due to the complaints about the lack of info running up to Black Armory and Drifter. I believe Bungie is shifting their tactics in response to our feedback again. Are we jumping the gun by assuming Drifter isn't doing well? Well, apparently it's not a stream. Apparently it's not a stream. But they definitely are putting Penumbra, the season of opulence, on our radar pretty early. I mean, you're basically telling us that people are coming to play season of opulence which is a form of pr then all those people are going to come back and talk about season of opulence right hey we're doing another community summit pr right all those people come back from season of opulence pr 
Now, they're not doing a stream, okay? So we jumped the gun. People misunderstood what was said. There is not a stream. They're just using the studio space for the capture event for Season of Opulence. But again, that's just a form of putting Season of Opulence on your radar really freaking early. They've never done that before. They've never been like, oh, we got people coming out for a Season of the Drifter capture event. They didn't do that. They didn't do that for Black Armor either. And they did capture events for those pieces of the DLC. So... Maybe they are just trying to like stay in front of us now. Like, you know, they're trying to keep in front of us. They're trying to keep the conversation going, but I, I don't know. Now there's going to be NDAs about season of opulence, but Bungie again knows what they're doing. You, you, you create intrigue and interest in the DLC, even if you don't talk about it because people are going to come back. I mean, I can already see the annoying language infection tweets now redacted this redacted that blah, blah. make me freaking vomit like that's what's gonna happen they're all gonna come back and like ooh redacted they're gonna put redacted in their stream titles and they're all that like go for it but like that's that's basically them right that's basically them generating hype about not season of the drifter but season of opulence ln samurai what do you think about being punished in competitive uh, when a random leaves? I played one game yesterday and the player either lagged out before the game started or left and it was a 3v4. We lost. We get punished and we lose the points. It makes me not want to play the competitive anymore. I think they just need to completely do away like they need to completely do away with the um, losing points. I don't like that in Legend in, in Gambit. When you get to when you get to legend level in Gambit, your reward for grinding Gambit and getting to legend is to have your time wasted. That's your reward. Welcome to legend. If you lose a game, you make no progress. Gear doesn't really drop at the end of matches like at all, I don't think. It only rolls I only I don't think any gear drops in Gambit. I literally only think you get it on a rollover. So it's like so my reward for grinding Gambit is to is to have m- more of my time wasted. Like, welcome to Legend. If you lose a game, it was a waste of time. Comp doubles down on that, and when you lose, you lose points. I, I think for the comp playlist, as I've said before, they need to recapture the spirit of the Trials bounties trials bounties put more casuals in the funnel so matchmaking goes quicker games aren't as sweaty and people are in there feeling like this is worth my time i'm not wasting my time the reason the comp playlist is becoming a barren wasteland of sweat and ddosing is because you literally only gain by winning and you lose when you lose if you could go do bounties we call them adept bounties if you could grind adept bounties for cool guns like the way you did with ada you just keep doing the ada bounty over and over again if there were comp adept gear bounties you could grind for cool new guns tons of people would stay in the comp playlist more casuals faster matchmaking stacked teams would feel like we're winning more of our games this isn't that bad there's way more casuals in here ddosing would go down People don't want to risk getting banned DDoSing when they can win most of their games fair and square. People literally just, that's all they do. You cannot make any progress in winning. Again, the, the way they incentivize behavior in this game is just so backwards. It's like, I, I get the legend and I waste my time. I'm going to grind comp and waste my time. Like, 
what? I played five matches of Crucible and didn't get an R- my RNG screwed me and I waste my time? Every time people ask me to simplify it, like, what's Division doing so much better than Destiny? They're respecting the player's time. I don't care how many boxes I have to sit behind and cover-based and pop-shot gunfights. Everything's, everything's a gunfight. Everything's cover-based. It, it's kind of boring, right? It doesn't matter. My time's being respected. Anthem's dealing with the same issue. Anthem does a good job respecting your time, but as soon as you get into the, the masterwork grind, it's like it's, it's a complete disrespect of your time. You can't get a good turnover rate to, ma- to min-max. If you didn't lose points in comp, if you gained if you gained like a moderate amount of points in comp for losing, but they had bounties that kind of required you to actually like play and like run around and shoot, so you couldn't like farm it for the XP and just be a bot, like a like an AFK bot. There'd be way more people in the comp playlist. And the right people would rise to the top and get on the win streaks and get the most points and get the gear first. They'd get the they would get the pinnacle gear first. And they would, and they would get it because they deserve it. And the rest of the people just be in there getting adept bounties, getting guns, and feeling a, a slow sense of progress. Uh, my cousin Vinny with four months. Thank you for four months. Tiger Pride with four months. Thank you, Broodwitch with the sub. Thank you, Broodwitch. That's what they need to do. The comm system and the legend system both need completely overhaul because it basically just discourages you from playing. Because again, you just you feel like. I I just I constantly feel like in Destiny I feel like I'm just gambling with my time. I'm just gambling with my time. Yeah, let's go play some Gambit. Hopefully we have some good games and hopefully we can steamroll because I'm just trying to get Legend. I'm just trying to roll over Infamy. Oh, Armor Master working costs nine cores, so we were way we we way undershot it. So that's forty five and then 50 from the other side that's like 95 if you want to do all three guns and all your armor pieces if it's 9 are you sure Zelfin this is now the 21st week in a row where Bungie has not had the corrupted that's not true we did the math it's been 10 weeks because there was the one week where they they put the corrupted in there because people were so sick of it not being in there um, but Ada's bounties are RNG guys and Zer's RNG they can't go in and change stuff <clears throat> sure um, the last time we saw it organically oh I'm sorry you did you did say it yourself and you did say it the last time we saw it organically was October 2018 oh you did say without swapping it out manually I'm sorry you did say this uh, also same thing with pulse rifle um, hand cannon black armory frames what is Bungie thinking okay so somebody told me that Cosmo said Ada's bounties are random which I just roll my eyes at that. There's no way her... Come on, man. They released the frames in order of the forges because there are frames that have to be completed in those forges. They have changed Xur's inventory. They have changed the Nightfalls. I don't know what the... What the heck are you doing? Where's the live team support? Where is it? Where's the live team support? You guys can't boot up on a Tuesday and go, oh man, whoops, yeah, Ada's, Ada's frames didn't rotate. Somebody get in there and change that. Why can't you do that? They can't change her Ada's bounty server side as it requires a downloadable patch. But who's in charge of loading in her stuff each week? Again, where's the live team support? Who's in charge of the nightfall rotations? Come on! 
Prometheus lens ended up in Xur's inventory. You guys swapped out the corrupted. That didn't require a patch. I don't understand, dude. Like, where is the support? Why are the Nightfalls not properly rotating? Why are Ada's bounties not properly rotating? What is going on? Iron Forge. Uh, if it is, if it is as Dylan said in one of his recent tweets, and Bungie are not going to remove enhancement cores from Infusion, do you think that just adding more to get cores would suffice? I think that'd be the, I mean, I think at the very least, if they did that, that would at least be a band-aid. I'd rather get a band-aid than nothing at this point, right? You're hemorrhaging players, like, you gotta put a band-aid on this. So, I would take that over, over nothing. Um... Weird coincidence that Xur sold Prometheus Lens the week it was broken. That wasn't a coincidence. They even said that they did that. They there was there was an interview or something where they said they did that to be it was made to be fun. It was like an interview. They owned they owned that. They said they did that. Bowers. Do you feel it would hurt or help the game play experience and intentionality of the game if infusions were just removed from the game as the only way to power up your gear? I mean I I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how else would you level up your gear then? I don't understand. I don't have a problem with Infusion. I think Infusion is fine. I think we're used to Infusion. Infusion's been around since Taken King, so why, why take it out now? I don't have a problem with Infusion. It's, it's, the, mecha, it's the mechanism. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the act. The act of Infusion's fine. It's the mechanism of getting there. It, it, it's totally convoluted and confused right now. I don't mind leveling off of gear drops but you can't really level off of gear drops you have to level up off of milestones three months from robzilla thank you shippo i have masterworked exactly one weapon since forsaken launch and the only reason i was able to was because the extra cores from the dawning how can bungie not see this as a problem uh with enough uh to change something my usage is entirely eaten up by infusion cost how am i supposed to upgrade my god roll guns uh when i'm always scraping I, I mean, listen, you guys better just buckle up for some paternalism in their blog post. It's going to be about, like, people should be infusing less. They will say it without saying it. They will basically say that you shouldn't be infusing as much as you are. Anybody that reads your question, Shippo, would point the finger at you, not the developers, not the convoluted system that they've come up with. That's your fault. You should play a loot-based game with loot you don't like. You don't. You didn't realize that? Welcome to the new content. Hopefully you like using garbage loot that you don't like because the infusion system is designed in such a way to passively tell you to not use the loot that you like. Welcome to a loot-based game where we frustrate all your efforts to use the loot that you want. Huh? I'm sorry, what? Welcome to a game where you level and leveling is frustrated at every turn. Wait, what? What did you just say? What 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 the heck? <laughs> it do- I've never played a loot-based game like this. I've never played a game where you level up like this ever. Ever. I played Diablo 1, 2, and 3, all of the Borderlands. I've played Elder Scrolls Online. I've played Skyrim. I- if 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 it's a loot pursuit game, I've probably played it. And I've never played Division 1 and 2. 
I've never played a game with a leveling system and, and, and a gear equipping system like this. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, none of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. I don't understand it. You know what? When somebody asked me once, they're like, when was the leveling the best? I said, when I didn't have to think about it. Did you ever once when playing division, think about leveling? Like, oh man, I, we just did a couple of missions and I didn't get any XP. Cause what? No, I played missions and got XP and I leveled up. When gear drops on the ground, I can equip it. When I have cool gear, I can equip it. There's no hurdles between me and my gear. Now in Destiny, it's a little bit different because you get gear and then you drag it up to where you are. And in Division, you drop what's relevant because your power is going up. It's different, but again, I've never played a game that puts hurdles between you and leveling and equipping the gear that you want to the degree that Destiny does. Have you ever used a gun that you can use at 20 that you can use at 40? Right, like I just kind of brought that up. Like their their choice to allow us to bring my my warden's law or my midnight coup all the way up into the new content, that's Bungie's choice, right? That's their decision to have a system like that. That's their attempt to, you know, respect your time and your investment. But what ends up happening in the process is they they somehow they somehow decide to respect your time while disrespecting it. I don't think Lono witnessed div tech. I don't know what that is. Like I, but I played division two and I played all the borderlands. I played all the Diablos and never once did I ever feel like I put in a bunch of time. I've never ended a play session. I've never ended a play session and said, I just achieved nothing. I didn't level up. I, I, I can't use the gear that I want to use. That's never happened in the other loot pursuit games that I've played. That only happens in destiny. It's a rare material that could only be gotten in the DZ that required uh, that was required for crafting. Oh, I remember that Abro- Abrox in Div One. Yeah, but again, that's crafting. That's different. That's a mat farm. That's not me leveling. That's not me equipping gear. You're crafting gear. Patrick Jane. What do you think about the boon of the drifter consumables? Uh, he used one for a certain amount of time. Uh, you would gain a multiplier of infamy. Oh, 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 if we could get a consumable. Yeah, I don't really care about that. I just think and when you get the legend, it should just... I mean, you get a streak for winning. I think it's fine the way that it is. Um, what if the midnight coup was limited to level 30? Okay, so I think T-Funk, I think Destiny, I think Bungie has two decisions to make, Okay. You either say every 12 months we're leaving stuff behind and people just know that for that 12 month period, whatever you're getting in year one is going to get left behind in year two. Now, in order for them to do this, they need to give us way more loot. So the amount of loot we got in Forsaken was not enough to say everything from year one's left behind. One of the reasons for that is they had to spend a significant amount of time fixing the game because D2 Vanilla was so bad. So instead of focusing on just creating content and just dumping loot, new loot on us, they they had to focus a lot on shifting and turning the tide of the game. They had to get rid of double primary. They had to establish a random role system, a mod system. All those systems had to be built, and I think that probably took away from a loot dump. Um... So if you don't let us bring gear forward, it needs to be clear and it also needs to be, there needs to be like excitement centered around it. 
because listen i've i've always said this i've always said this everyone would complain about their loot getting like like not being able to carry their loot anymore remember in taken king you're getting like greens and blues that are stronger and you just start equipping greens and blues okay number one that's fun isn't it is that fun? You're just getting and equipping gear. There's something fresh. There's something charming about that. You're just like, yeah, I'm kind of, we're kind of starting over. You know, I kind of get to experience leveling again. I get to experience those drops that just everything that drops is exciting, which is what you experience in Div, Div 2 in the beginning. Now, people would complain, but as soon as they started seeing some of the new legendaries, some of the new perks, some of the new gear, do you know what they would say? I can't wait to get that new gun. And they'd keep playing. You gotta understand, the complaint about having your gear, your gear from year one being left behind is coming from a hardcore player. And a hardcore player is not gonna throw their hands up in the air and say, I'm done, I don't, I don't care about any of your new loot. They've proven by their behavior and by their passion that they wanna chase loot. All you gotta do is give them loot to chase. Ooh, a piece of candy, exactly. Ooh, a piece of candy, ooh, a piece of candy. They quickly forget. They quickly forget. So every year they could do that. Now, again, the only way you do that, you've really, really got to dump loot on us. You've got to dump loot on us. It wouldn't work with the small loot offering. The annual pass would struggle immensely if you did that. Now, the annual pass doesn't have to do that because Forsaken would have been a reset and then everything after that is in that year two and all that stuff. You can keep advancing stuff from Forsaken. You can keep you can get the stuff from the annual passes. And then when September of 2019 hits, we leave all of it behind and we start over afresh. My issue is we can keep bringing gear forward and make it expensive, or we leave it behind yearly. Personally, I want to leave old gear and not even worry about infusing. I just think leaving gear is the better of two evils. It's the better of two evils. If you let people keep bringing gear with them, it's like an infection in the game that you can never be rid of. Midnight Coup, Fatebringer, Ikalash Shotgun, these are weapons that people chase because they're god tier, you, and you can't unseat them. You can't make a gun that's better than them unless you nerf them, and that's more frustrating than just making than leaving them behind because now you've sullied them as a trophy. Instead of it, instead of it remaining sort of in infamy back there being a god, you sully it and weaken it, and people are like, "Bleh, it's not as good anymore. Bleh, they ruined my gun. Bleh." Uh, PR giant with twenty-two months. Thank you so much. I, I guarantee you it's it's more people more the people that would complain would keep playing if they had to leave behind their year one gear and they had to leave behind their year two gear I can still use year one ESO items however most of those items are useless due to superior perks and sets that have been released more recently why can't destiny do this destiny can't do that because there's a ceiling of efficiency milky you can kill trash ads only so fast and so when they give you a pinnacle a primary weapon they can't make a primary weapon better than that they can only match its efficiency you can't make something better than the fate bringer or the midnight coup you can only match efficiency how much faster can you kill trash ads headshot 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 they're all dead how much faster you can't you can't kill them any faster than that unless you have a gun that lets you time travel and kill them before they spawn like you see what I'm saying like so that's why a reset every year makes more sense to me Again, all these weapons are like an infection in the game. 
Nobody puts down their Ikelos. Nobody puts down their Midnight Coup. Their con- their drive to chase new loot is always, always sort of, eh, why? I have this gun. This gun's good. That gun's kind of the same. But if you're like, I have nothing. I have been laid bare. I am using greens and blues. Suddenly, those new weapons are way more inviting and exciting. They, they again, like the incentivization just isn't there. It's like, what? I don't understand. Why would I chase these guns? It's basically the same as what I already have. I mean, I've continued to say that they could launch a gun like the Breakneck, and that gun feels unique, handles in a really cool way, and it matches high level, like high level trash ad killing primary efficiency. But again, you're just kind of like, uh. But if the breakneck would have landed in the absence of all your primaries, you would have liked the breakneck a whole lot more. It would have been season of the breakneck. That's the I think that's the ticket going forward. They have to accept the fact that you have you have got to take gear from people. You have to. It's like it's like it's like it's like cutting off a it's like it's like cut it's like ripping off a band-aid or cutting off something like that there's like a growth like you got to get rid of it it'll hurt ah ooh but then you can but then it can be allowed to grow a less grotesque analogy or picture for you would be pruning a bush so it can flourish and grow you're going to go in and prune and be like not nah, we're going to take all these things away from you you got to leave these things behind but then it can flourish and grow because people are like, ow, that kind of hurt. I leave behind my midnight coup. Ooh, but look at this new gun. That's literally the thought process that would happen for most people. Oh, you, oh man, really? I just got the Icolos. Oh, there's a new shotgun? Ooh, what's it got? What's, what, incendiary rounds? What's that? And then you're off to the races. It's a loot-based game. Like, leaving behind loot and chasing loot is exactly what ha- Like, what do you think people are doing in the world tiers in Division? Like, <laughs> they grind for a bunch of gear and they're like, mm, go chase some more gear and replace this stuff. Well, Kula. It seems like a major complaint the community has with feedback to Bungie is the response time to issues that the community deems to be an obvious fix. Do you think the Bungie is listening mantra comes off like the developers don't play their own game and lack the foresight to see issues the community must be bringing up first? How do you think Bungie can speed up the feedback uh, and administer fixtures in a faster cadence? Okay, you have to understand that they have been in a reactionary posture for a long time. Okay, so Destiny 2 lands, vanilla, people aren't happy. They're very quickly not happy. Double primary sucks, static rolls sucks, there's no reason to run any of the content. Armor, no reason to even, who gives a frick about armor? Do you guys remember, have you forgotten year one armor? Have you forgotten year one armor? This is year one armor. This is what it looks like. There's nothing on it. How did that even happen? I don't know, but they have been in a reactionary posture for a long, long time. So what ends up happening is Forsaken is a giant reaction. It's difficult for them to get in front of and be proactive. They're just trying to build Forsaken. Like, hurry, 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 hurry. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Do you have that ready yet? No, that needs to be done next week. 
pronto. We got to build this, this questline structure. We need to get rid of double primary. We need random rolls. We need a mod system that works. We need we need perks and stuff on the armor. And they do they do all that. And then you're like, well, how did you not have foresight? How did you not play test all this stuff? Because there's in, in in a certain to a certain degree, they're kind of scrambling at that point. They're in a scramble. They're just trying to piece the game back together. That's exactly what Taken King was. Taken King and Forsaken were basically like, oh my gosh, we've got to put all this back together. Reactionary posture is absolutely their own fault. Right, but Red Abyss, we get to a point where we have to say, it's not like one person or some inept department in Bungie that's caused this. This is still, to this day, we are living in the shadow of a breakdown of communication in the creative process that led to Joseph Stoughton's supercut being rejected, the game being broken apart, delayed, and pieced back together. So, it's hard to be like, well, it's their fault. It's like, yeah, but I mean, we don't know what led to that. How did that happen? Did Joseph Stoughton stubbornly dig his heels in and develop a game that was not in line? They didn't have good vision transfer? They cast a vision for a grindy, long-drawn-out game. Joseph Stoughton's an artist and says, I think that's stupid, and he makes a super linear, campy, cutscene-based game that wouldn't have worked as a long-drawn-out, grindy RPG. Where was the creative breakdown? Where where was the creative breakdown? Was it Joseph Stoughton being stubborn? Did they have terrible vision transfer? Did they pull the rug out from under Joseph Stoughton? Did he create that supercut? Did all those people work on that? And then they come back and they're like, no, 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 we've changed our ideas about what we want to do. We have no idea where the communication breakdown happened, but it happened. And ever since then, we've been living in that shadow. They scramble to piece the game back together with Taken King, but the problem with that is they've already set up the philosophy and the structure for De- for Destiny 2. They spend an entire year listening to us gripe and moan about grinding for relic iron and not getting gear and it's too, it, it takes too long, it's too grindy. And so what do they do? They create Destiny 2. Philosophy is no grind, nothing's hard to get, get rid of random rolls, they gut the entire game, okay? Taken King lands, rallies the player base. We take Taken King all the way to Age of Triumph, and the sentimentality of the player base shifts and changes. Nobody's complaining about grind. We're grinding like crazy. Nobody's complaining about investing in their gear. We're infusing. We're leveling things up. We're chasing god rolls. You know, we're, we're loving, you know, Wrath of the Machine. We're loving Age of Triumph. And then Destiny 2 is basically sitting on the shelf going like, they're not going to love me. You built me for year one Destiny 1 complaints. I've been built in a vacuum to a certain degree. After the success of the Taken King, they basically have to put Luke Smith in charge because they're like, whoever's in charge at that point, they have to bump that person. They're like, your vision for the game ain't right. Look at the reception of Taken King. Look at the beauty of the Taken King. Luke Smith was behind that. They put him in charge of Destiny 2. In many respects, he probably saved the freaking game. The reason Destiny 2 was even was even assembled in a way that it was at least fun for like a month is probably because of Luke Smith. Luke Smith is Moses, man. He is trying to get us out of the wilderness and into the promised land. He's been trying to probably since he came up with all his ideas for taking King and the King's Fall Raid. All of his contributions at that point, he's been probably trying to do that for a really, really long time. That's why internal leaks are pointing to the next Destiny being a more true RPG that's like long and drawn out. Now, 
the reason that infusion cost and the struggle for leveling and the RNG nature for leveling feel so dissonant and out of place is because they're landing in a game where those pieces don't seem to fit. They would fit in a more traditional, more drawn out, more sort of slow burn RPG, but we don't have that right now. You know, we don't have that at the current juncture. T-Funk. Being your own devil's advocate, why do you think they keep them in the infusion? Okay, if I'm looking at things from Bungie's perspective, here is my defense of infusion having enhancement cores, and here is my defense of RNG leveling, okay? They're never going to say this publicly, but I'm, I'm fairly certain this is their thought process. We don't have a lot of new content to offer. So, if we kite people through slower leveling paths and progression paths, we can actually take the content and stretch it out further. So, what do you do? You frustrate and you slow the most basic decisions the player makes. Equipping gear. Slow that down. Leveling up. Slow that down. At every turn, they're trying to slow you down. They're trying to stretch the content out. In many ways, it's a philosophical import from Destiny 2 Vanilla. Destiny 2 Vanilla had similar things in place. The milestone system was conceived of in Destiny 2 Vanilla. Why? Because they probably knew, we don't have a lot here. You're really going to want to take people. It's like when it's like when you go to the airport, okay? And you see the Southwest representative and there's nobody in line, but like a stupid, like cow being brought in from pasture. You have to like go through the roped off lanes. Like, yeah, I'm going through these roped off lanes like a douchebag. And then you finally get to the person. It's kind of like what they're doing. They're like roping you off. Like, nope, you got to go through all these pathways. And then, ah, now you've arrived at the new content. A lot of people get into those roped off lanes and it's like, I know I want to play the new stuff. I want the new guns. What do you think the new gun saturation level is in the community right now? What do you think it is? Those new guns they added. Oh my God. It's got, it's got to be in the, it's got to be solo, solo. You go from Ada, just do the bounty, get the gun to whatever the heck this is. They're dropping from tier two almost never and then tier three some people get them all the time and some people never get them and then you can do specific things in gambit to get them there's a bunch of new guns and i get like dude nobody's got them nobody it's just again it's they know they don't have a lot to offer and so they're they're kiting you through these pathways that slow you down and it's a breaking point. People are look people are looking and they're seeing those kited pathways and they see the Southwest representative at the airport and they're just like I I I just want to go up there. I don't want to go through all this again. Like take it to the absurd, right? It's a super long. It's like it's it's like 100 yards of getting kited through those roped lanes and way out in the distance they can see the Southwest representative and they're like I what? No, I won't check my bags then. Like, what? This is terrible. I don't want to go through all this. Bye, see ya. I'm not doing this. And that's what people are doing. 
or they try it, right? They try it. They kind of start going through. They're like, oh, gee, many Christmas. We'll get there eventually. Whew, they stop to take a break and they're like, we haven't even made any progress. You know? Wait, we got looped backwards. We didn't make any progress. We're nowhere closer because of the RNG leveling and infusion cost. And people are just basically bouncing. Spartan, uh, Spartan Master. Hey, Lono. I'm retired, and for about a four-month period from September to October to February, I was playing eight hours a day. Enhancement cores dropped so infrequently, I rarely could infuse at all. Do you think there is any middle ground that could be found? No, I just think get them out of there. Get them out of there. They don't belong there. Deck. All this goes back to a question uh, I asked last week. Can we really champion Luke Smith, whom I'm a big fan of his, Um, who everyone says gets it because he grinded the hardest content in WoW and then be upset because the game is moving towards hardcore resource grind and forgiving RNG around leveling. Man, this is a well-timed question. This is a very well-timed question. Okay? I just talked about how this stuff doesn't fit because it feels really, really out of place. That kind of grind, do you want to know why that kind of grind fits in a game like WoW? Because the game is thick and there's lots of stuff to do. There's lots of content. Destiny is thin. The new content offerings are thin. So it feels really, really out of place, really dissonant. It's like, wait a minute. You have Reckoning and you have Gambit Prime and you have a weapon pool and an armor pool. That's what you've got, okay? And you're going to make me resource grind, slowly level, be frustrated by bad RNG to get to that thin, narrow content offering that may not even appeal to me. It, it's, it's way out of place. I mean, if look, look grinding in division is, is, is actually kind of slow. Honestly, once you get into the world tiers and stuff, like once you get to like world tier four, min-maxing and stuff is going to take a while, but... But you don't feel like it's dissonant because you know that like you're getting ready for a raid. There's lots of endgame things to do. There's hard content to do in in Division. And the whole time you're working your way there, you're getting lots of gear the whole time. In Destiny, like in Division, getting really, really great pieces of gear or pieces of gear that like complement your build, that's rare, but you're getting gear the whole time. You're feeling a sense of progress. In Destiny, that's why they just need to they need to combine the two. If purples and blues were dropping at my level, the milestones would be just fine, and the milestones could still not give you what you want. Again, you could protect yourself. You could protect yourself. Think about what I suggested. It's grindy. If you're getting, like, if you're getting gear at your level, and you're hoping to get a chest piece and boots to protect yourself from the bad RNG of a milestone, you're like, well, I'm 660, and my chest and boots are 655. I just need to get a chest and boots to drop at 660 so I can so I can round out my loadout before I go into a milestone. That's grindy. That would take a while. But the reason that people wouldn't care and wouldn't get frustrated is because they would feel a sense of progress. Even if you're moving, like, in small increments, you're moving, this the leveling system right now if you describe this as grindy i'm gonna laugh at you it's not grindy grindy is what i've described getting blues and purples at your power level to slowly round out your build before doing a milestone that's grindy and the reason it's grindy is there's a tangible and measurable sense of progress after a two-hour play session 
instead of two hour play session sweet I get one drop and that one drop hit the one wrong slot and I'm furious shut the game off instead of public events strikes drops drops slowly moving slowly moving slowly moving oh that's not too bad I leveled up a little bit I'm gonna do a milestone tomorrow that's grindy and I think people would accept that I think that's far more in line with the player behavior I think yeah I think you asked a very good question deck because I do think a lot of people look at this situation and they say "Ooh, they always say this well you wanted a grind you asked for a grind this isn't a grind it's not it's candy crush in disguise it's not a grind J. Christ, the fact that they felt the need to warn us that they're not taking enhancement cores out tells me Bungie's know, Bungie knows what the majority of their cons, uh, cons, customer base wants, but they won't give it to us. That doesn't make any sense on even a basic business standpoint to not give your consumers what they want. So why are they doing this? Right, you chopped off your question. I have no idea. I don't know what they're... I have, I have no idea what they're doing. You tell us you're going to address enhancement cores. The impetus for that is player frustration. There's an overwhelming sense of relief because people are like, oh, they're going to address enhancement cores. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Keep your head on, cowboy. We're not actually going to do anything. We're not actually going to fix this pain point that the consumer base and customer base and player base has been complaining about since September. Slow your horses there. <laughs> We're just going to explain to you our philosophy behind them. Isn't that going to make you feel better? Isn't that going to make you glad that all your clan members have stopped playing and won't come back because RRNG leveling and enhancement core pain point is keeping them from wanting to play because a basic sense of progression has been completely gutted from the game? Isn't our philosophy going to make you feel better? No, it's not. I don't care what your statistics say. All the people that I used to play with aren't playing. I'm not cherry-picking YouTube comments. Everybody's stopping playing. Everybody here in our Discord, in our chat, the YouTube comments, the Reddit threads, the forums, Twitter. What are you doing? What what are we what are we even talking about? It's like I don't care about your philosophy of their role in the ecosystem or how many people that they earn this many cores in a week or they have this many cores on average. I don't care about that. My friends stopped playing because they can't progress. (laughs) Ashton Annihilator. In regards to using their data uh, to make a point, how much of their data do you feel is skewed or just plain wrong because they force people to do things they don't like? Oh man, this is such a great point. This takes me back to one of my earliest videos on YouTube. Okay. Back in the day in year one, when they've been honest about this, Bungie has since been very honest about the fact that year one, Destiny 1, saw a very sharp player drop off. People hit level 20 and the engagement dropped, dropped. Now, at the time, when people were really complaining about the game and really frustrated by the game, if you remember, Bungie was constantly tweeting out images and blog posts bragging and boasting about engagement numbers. Here's how many hours people have put into their game. I got so mad at that because I said, in the face of criticism and complaint and the shallow nature of your game, you have the audacity to brag about people dumping hours in your game when they have to. It's by design. 
Destiny 1, you had to grind. So, yes, the people playing were putting in long hours. That was literally the only way to engage with Destiny 1 vanilla content. The people that stopped playing were not in that data. They weren't. We're in the same scenario. We're the same scenario. You're going to cherry pick data about player engagement that you manipulate with your milestone system and your they if any ugh, if oh I'm getting so mad if anybody's playing right now of course they're earning enhancement cores of course they have enhancement cores of course they're playing your variety of activities in your milestones because you make them you're making them do it well, that'd be like that Southwest example. Well, on average, the people that move through our line, look how far they go. Look how committed our consumer base is. The only people willing to do it, of course they're doing it because you make them. It's, oh my gosh, none of the stats we get in the book, none of them are worth that. They don't matter. They don't matter. You're, for, you're forcing the stat. We put our cash register at the back of the store. On average, players that make it to the cash register travel 100 yards to get to us. Of course they do. You make them. That's not a feather in your cap. Jiminy Frick. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait. Ra- I can't wait. I can't wait for your twab. I can't wait. I've got my machete ready. Okay. Machete ready. <laughs> I am ready. Because you're just, you're just... I don't care. It doesn't matter. And Paul Tassie made a great point. Your stats can't see into my brain. I have a lot of cores because I save them. It's a deadlocked currency that I save for infusion. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's well, such a good point, Annihilator. That's such a good point. <laughs> That's one of the best points we've made today. <laughs> Mr. Enigma, do you think the D2 community have a different mentality than the D1 community towards grinding for rewards? It seems the D1 community were united and celebrated overcoming challenges together, but the D2 community almost seems like they want instant gratification. How do you see it? I think you're looking at the wrong thing. I think you're looking at the wrong thing. In Destiny 1, in Destiny 1, what did they do when infusion became a pain point? They did one-to-one infusion. And people complain, hardcore players, like, well, you're making getting leveling up too early, and it's too easy, and it's like, you shouldn't be concerned about that. You should be asking the question, like, why isn't there good guns or good loot in the King's Fall raid? Not like, why are you making leveling easier? Who cares about that stupid number on your nameplate? It doesn't do anything. Having a fate bringer, having a Vex Mythoclast, having a god roll on a gun like a like a matador, that affects your experience. A number on your nameplate doesn't affect your experience. So why why do you care about that, right? So at the time, Bungie sensed that pain point and met it in the April update. They said, okay, one-to-one infusion is gonna be a thing. They also made it easier for you to level. They put leveling pathways in Challenge of Elders. So I take what you're saying and I refute it handedly. Like th- nobody was enjoying slow leveling back then, and it's proof by what Bungie did with the actual April update leading up to what was Wrath of the Machine, Rise of Iron, you know, one of the most celebrated DLCs after Taken King, 
which led then to Age of Triumph. Now, keep in mind, people back then were not grinding for level. They were grinding for tier 12 builds and god rolls. That's what they were doing. So, if you think about that, what did we complain the most about back then? The same thing we're complaining about now. Do you remember do you remember the painful leveling Rise of Iron? There was only like a couple of places you could get a bond. You're like you're like navigating buying packages and like people were farming Omnigol. It was the same nonsense back then. Everyone was grinding for weapons in the aftermath of leveling, but leveling was so dumb back then. It was frustrating. It was narrow. You could literally get screwed by RNG and not be able to level that week. Because artifacts and ghosts only dropped in like a couple of places. We're, we're having the same discussion now. So you you make it sound like the community is so different now. Like we want instant gratification. No, we complained about this garbage back then. It was terrible. Listen, loot isn't the same as level. And once you can see that, I think you can start to see how we're di- what we're how I'm slicing this. I'm like getting out a scalp, but I'm kind of separating and I'm slicing and I'm saying no 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 no. Grinding for gear is totally fine. That that's not the same as like RNG screwing you on leveling. I separate the two. Why are Ada's bounties the perfect combination of player agency and RNG? Why? Because a hardcore player that wants the god roll kindled orchid can put in time hours over and over and over again. That's a grind. Do it, do it, do it, gun. Do it, do it, do it, gun. That's a grind. The more casual player is not given something easily, but they're given what's called accessibility. There's a huge difference between casualification and accessibility. Ada's bounties are a home run. They're a holistic solution to a spectrum of player. They, Ada's bounties stand as the pinnacle form of Destiny content, in my opinion. They, do, they are the pinnacle form. They mix agency and RNG beautifully. And she's the only milestone in the game that tells you what you're getting. She tells you you're getting armor so you can navigate to her when you know you need an armor piece. Like, Ada is the, is the savior of, of all this ineptitude. Like, she is standing in the tower being like, I got all the answers, people. Like, this is how it should be structured. I've never argued for casualification. Just give people the 1K. I've never argued for that. I've argued for accessibility. Accessibility and grind go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Yeah, the Imago loop grind was nuts. You always have the, the ability to point out other factors I've not considered. You do a great job. Your Q&A is always constructive and informative. Well, thank you, Mr. Enigma. You guys are asking really good questions. By the way, when I have to get like that intricate in my argumentation, like that thoughtful, it's because you guys are asking good questions. This is really enjoyable. Like, I love doing this. I get amped up. I get fired up. But I, I love doing this. And most of this is coming from most of this passion, most of this fire is coming from because I want the game to be better. We spent a year. We spent a year in this in this setting talking about Destiny and making suggestions on how to improve everything npcs adventures lost sectors strikes we made so many suggestions because we love the game and we want to see it improve right 
we did that at the time of the first community summit i had over 100 videos in a playlist half of which were videos that were like make the game better the other half were q a sessions with the community but i don't get invited to community summits <laughs> don't make me laugh uh monkus 101 what do you think of giving exotics uh, mod slots? These mods would have the underwhelming exotic perks like extra melee, extra grenade, grenade, better melee range, um, and such, instead of the whole exotic having underwhelming perks. Um, I just don't think this is a pain point right now. I don't think this is a needed thing. This is not on the front burner for me. I don't know if we need to be putting mods in exotics. I think exotics are supposed to be a full package when you get them. Like, when I get a gun that's exotic, it should be a full package. No catalyst, none of that. No, it's an exotic. Done. Make it awesome. You know, that's how it should be. Now, to a certain extent, I I really, really continue to think that exotic primaries and secondaries are really, really hard to design because you can only kill trash ads and mid-tier ads so quickly. So giving you an exotic primary i just where where are you gonna feel that need to like i i'm killing the ads a a tiny smidgen quicker this is definitely worth using an exotic for i think this should shift away from exotics and continue to go towards pinnacle weapons and not pinnacle weapons that you just do a bunch of strikes and get the weapon but a pinnacle roll that can drop from a grind that that's what I think they need to do because then then like the onslaught that I'm sorry onslaught's a perk the breakneck should have been a grind for the roll through a bounty like Ada's or something because people are like well it's basically a hazard of the cast yep and you should have been grinding and you should have been getting hazard of the cast that had a bunch of different rolls then finally the one with onslaught drops and it even looks different that would be such a beautiful system can you imagine I think they need to start pulling perks from the exotic weapons that nobody uses pull cosmology off of the graviton lance and put it on a pulse and have it you, you're grinding for the pulse and you're getting pulse rolls okay getting 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 and finally you get the pinnacle roll it's a static roll it looks awesome it has a different name and it has a different appearance done that's something that people would do they could honestly comb over every weapon in the game and do this to a certain extent not every what if what if you went to what if you went to the old fashioned this is one I use a lot I think the old fashioned gun is really cool what if you went to the old fashioned and you said let's give the old fashioned a perk from a hand kind like let's give it a perk from the crimson we're gonna give it uh, um, cruel remedy right <laughs> We're going to give it Cruel Remedy or something like it. And then when you get that pinnacle version of the old fashioned, they give it a different name, right? It's clearly inspired by the old fashioned, okay? You, you, you give it a different name. It has a slightly different appearance. It has like an intrinsic ornament on it the way that the breakneck does. You're like, S- look at this thing. It looks thing sweet, right? It's not, it's not going to be a thousand times better than a breakneck or a midnight coup or any other primary that you like using blast furnace or whatever but it looks cool it's unique it has a pinnacle version perk on it that makes it fun and that's what you do you could do that with so many year one weapons imagine farming for like a, a nurgle pulse rifle that has a different name and appearance and it basically pulls that cosmology perk off of the graviton that's not a game-changing perk it's just cool 
all you have to do is mix cool with efficiency. Yeah, scathe lock. You could bring the scathe lock into the game and you could give it like a maybe again, just go to the exotics that no one is using and you could give the scathe lock maybe the perk from Suros spinning up or you could give it, you know, dual speed receiver or something. Um and Suros Legacy, you could throw that on scathe lock and you could call it the, you know, give it a different name, give it a cool, give it a cool appearance and then it rolls with the pinnacle version. Like, they have the perks and they have the weapon system to do this. All they have to do is go in and create this bounty system and all the NPCs. And people would grind and chase them. It's not about making guns better than Midnight Coup. It's not about making shotguns that are better than the Icolos. It's about making weapons that are interesting and unique. And that's why I think exotics just need to be completely rethought and repurposed in that way. If we're honest, I've, I've made this speech many times before. Onslaught on the breakneck. Onslaught on the breakneck basically invalidates the Huckleberry. Okay? It invalidates the, the Huckleberry to a certain degree. The only thing that's in the Huckleberry's corner is the fact that you it can reload itself. But as as quickly as you can you can you can reload a a breakneck once it's at full speed, th- th- this gun be honest about the fact that the Huckleberry is is in some measures it's out it's outdone by the Breakneck because Breakneck's not an exotic. The I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to continue to point to the Breakneck and say that gun is an example of where the weapon system needs to go. You could have variety, random rolls, pinnacle versions, pull really really dope perks from the exotic pool, throw them on those guns, put them all over the world with bounties like Ada has and people would be off to the races on a loot pursuit. And don't let us get access to those bounties until we hit max level. When we hit max level, all of a sudden all those bounty systems and all those reward structures turn on in every NPC. They rotate every week. Leveling is streamlined because of all the things we've already talked about. So there's a natural, like, there's an actual uh, pre precursor to this. You're like, oh, I'm going to level, I'm going to level, I'm level, I'm going to get this. T-Rex is right. You're off your rocker. T-Rex didn't say that. And if he did, he's welcome to debate with me. Uh, Ashen Annihilator. Feeding into my previous question, let's say they remove enhancement cores from Infusion and return them to Masterwork cores. Why would I run Lost Sectors then, as the only point of them now seems to be to fill spider bounties and flashpoints? Same with uh, map HVTs. Maybe make them feel... Maybe make feel enhancement cores are the only value for those sections of the game. Well, I think that you could... You could essentially say what I just did, right? If all the NPCs had meaningful bounties for loot pursuit, like guns and armor pieces, then when you go to their planet, now you you have a reason to run adventures in Lost Sectors because the bounty requires you to do so. You think about what the Ada bounty requires. You gotta go kill the thing, fill the seeds, go run the forge. Similar bounties from the NPCs would have you be doing similar things. You just tie, you just tie those activities to bounties. Uh, Aquarius. I only have two to three hours a night to play Destiny. I have no issue with enhancement cores being there for masterwork, but at least let us infuse to use what we want. Right, yeah, I mean, you're just agreeing with what we've been saying. (laughs) Ice the Axeman. Besides masterwork cores hurting infusion, I believe they must look at mod parts as well. 
Uh, I believe they don't drop enough. They cost at ADA is quite as high as well. Do you think mod parts need to be looked at? Right. Th- this is an easy solution, I think. Just There needs to just be bounties. I would probably say daily and weekly bounties from the gunsmith that can give you mod components. Uh, Rusty. The whole leveling and fusing thing is obviously an issue. Can you think of a way to detach power from gear? Uh, maybe all have all activities give a certain XP power level bar. No, 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 no. I don't want to. I don't want to rebuild, rebuild the game. I don't want to rebuild the game. I think the way. I think the way the game is built is fine. They're not feeding you. They're not feeding you enough enough stuff. They're not feeding you enough stuff. It's not a matter of like. I think power being attached to gear is totally fine. I think I think it's totally totally fine. It, it's just it's just they don't feed you enough of the gear that can raise your power. It's a it's a strangled progression system. Peace guys is the ultimate solution to separate the power grind from the gear. Now I mean we just had this question back to back. Uh, Duros, what if cores just cost less from spider but not cheap? So you can't have hundreds. Seems like an easy temporary fix. Right, a lot of people have suggested this. Just give us more access to cores. Beely, do you think we could? Uh, it would be good if you either implement better ways to get enhancement cores or just remove them. Just remove them from infusion. Zombizzle, why do people think infusion should be meaningful? Why do they want to put a roadblock in front of me when I just want to use the guns and armor I like? I don't know. I don't know. The only argumentation I saw on this, I, I couldn't respond to it because I wanted to laugh. Using using the bad gear makes you ex- makes makes you prize the good gear more. That's what I saw said by I've seen that numerous times. I've had people comment on my YouTube and say that, and I just kind of laugh. Like, so in a loot based game, you want to manipulate and force the player to use trash so that they're like, oh yes, thank you so much for now letting me use the guns that I want. That's so kind of you. That doesn't even. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Good gear, pinnacle gear, is supposed to be waiting for you behind a grind, whether it's a raid, a nightfall, or whatever. It's not supposed to be sitting in your inventory mocking you. They've got it all backwards. Oh, I got this great piece of gear. This is so awesome. I'm going to appreciate it so much in... 20 hours when I'm done and I level up when that streamer told me I'm supposed to infuse. What the frick? No. It's a loot-based game. You play for two hours a night and you're supposed to be like what? I guess like gleefully grinning ear to ear like I love using this trash and this sidearm and this edge transit because that's going to make me really appreciate my good gear next week when I can finally use it oh never mind I didn't level I just got a bad drop come on man it's just a, that's tone deaf uh icy axe man would guaranteeing us 10 masterwork cores every time we finish a milestone or level up valor or glory ranks uh, help this pain point out. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if people are just trying to add other ways of getting them, right? It, th- then sure, that's that's a temporary fix. I just don't think this should be in there. It's a, it's again, it's a convoluted currency. Bob boys, what do you say to the people who say you shouldn't be infusing anyway until your max level? I tell those people to shut the frick up and quit telling people how to play. That's what I say to those people. That's what I have to say to you. No gloves on. No kid gloves. No pulling my punches. Quit telling people how to frickin' play. It's not up to you. Oh, you just, you should wait till max level to infuse. No, get the frick out of my face. I'll play how I want. 
It's leveling. It's loot equipping. Like, that's all it is. You should wait until you're max level. Oh, yeah? When's that going to happen? I just got four energy weapons in a row. When's that going to happen? When's that dream boat going to come and dock for me? Gee, many freaking Christmas. You should infuse less. You should play like me. Thanks. That's great. I didn't realize the way that I enjoyed the game was the wrong thing. <laughs> Whoa. I'm so sorry for having my own opinions and affinities and preferences within the game. I didn't realize this was your game and that I was supposed to play how you play. My apologies, oh great one. Get the frick out of here. I'm not Russian. I have no shortage of glimmer and shards, nothing to spend them on, but never enough cores. I think Bungie is trying to find a medium between the two extremes of a currency that is too abundant and one that is too scarce. Infusion would be meaningless if it involved only the most abundant currencies. But it's okay to be meaningless. It's okay. That's fine. I mean, cores ought to stay, but they shouldn't be as abundant as either glimmer or shards. Again, it's a convoluted currency. It's a, it's a convoluted currency. You have a currency. You have a currency that is set up for mastery of an item. So that's why it's supposed to be rare. And then you have a currency that's attached to volitional daily player choice. There isn't a... Every time this debate comes up, if anybody wants to wax eloquent and like try to talk about this like they know what they're talking about, have them engage with that fact and see their head spin. Uh... It's just supposed to be meaningful. Platitude, assertion. You're not arguing for anything. Go beyond that. Why is it okay to have that currency convoluted? Why is that okay? Argue for it and go. You're going to just hear crickets. There is no argument for having the currency muddled that way. It doesn't make any sense. A slow trickle of a currency for something that is like an end game capstone grind makes sense. That currency then landing on daily volitional choice doesn't make sense. It's it, it's a contradiction within the currency itself. Aren't all the currencies convoluted? No. You get a regular trick- trickle of legendary shards. You get a regular trickle of glimmer. Think about it. The rate at which you play, you are fed typically what you need to do the things that you would like. What this does is it is it attaches that dopamine trigger of seeing like I'm getting glimmer, I'm getting shards. Those things have purpose. Let me use those things. There's just this natural you're playing and the things that you're getting are feeding your purposes and your aims. It's complete it's completely logical and natural. And then in comes enhancement cores and it like short circuits the whole thing and it's like, "Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm a really rare currency that you can only get so many of per week and then there's like RNG attached to it. You might get bounties, you might not. You might get it from breaking down things, you might not. But you really need me to equip the things that you'd like." And it's like, "What are you doing here? It's out of place. It's completely out of place." Uh, Rusty gifted a sub to draws it and uh, Gat Shupfer with the Prime sub. Thank you for the subs. The Skim. What do you think about the new Masterwork system? It just seems like normal Masterworking with more clicking. Uh, oh, like there's so many stages or so many levels. I think it's meant to give you an impression of investment. Right? It's meant to give you an impression of investment. Stealth uh, S Gaming, thank you so much uh, for the Prime sub. Welcome. I don't know why Milo is spamming one hour. Is it because of the maintenance? Oh, he's spamming because he already asked it. (laughs) He already answered you. I'm sorry. 
Fear me, snipers. Could you see the bungee removing the cores from infusion, but bumping up the cost of everything else for infusing? I, I've seen this suggestion of like bumping up the cost. Again, I think people need to understand. People need to understand that increasing the cost of the other currencies is again a potential disruption of just play flow. The real question that no one no one asks in this scenario is why are we disrupting the flow of what the player wants to do? I think it's easy for me to say this, so I'm going to speak for the community right now. I think most people come back to annual pass content or resets or weekly. Whenever they come back from the game, they're like, I would like to get gear or level up. Those are kind of the two things that pretty much everybody's saying to some degree or another. Okay, so that's like a base level entry point. This is what people want to do. Why are we disrupting those things? Oh, you want to level up? You're out of milestones on this side of the game that you enjoy. You need to go to that side of the game if you want to level up. But what if I don't want to go over there? Well, you got to wait and come back next week. What? I would like to use my gear. I've gotten some pieces and I want to infuse. I don't have any enhancement cores. Yeah, you need to go over there and you need to get those enhancement cores. Uh, I don't really want to do that though. I've only got a couple hours. Yeah, that's what we would like. That's what you need to do. So you're basically disrupting flow. In D1, it was like, do you want an Imago loop? Grind strikes, get skeleton keys, go for the Imago loop. Do you want gear from the raid? Grind the raid. Do you want to try and get a really god roll on a Vanguard item? Keep rolling over bounties and roll over your rank with, with the Vanguard bounties and try to get that roll. You're basically... There, I don't. There weren't like hurdles between you and like equipping the gear that you wanted. There weren't hurdles between you and just leveling now the biggest hurdles that were in the way between us and leveling were removed forever 29 they got rid of that the the uh the percentage of infusion they got rid of that one-to-one infusion they gave you other ways to level within the uh within the the prison of it was challenge of elders at the time in the april update so any time in D1 that like leveling or gear equipping was frustrated, Bungie tried to give us ways to mitigate that. And I, at this point, it's it just comes in and it feels like a, a, a manipulation to extend playtime. And I don't think it's I don't think it's achieving that aim. I think it's making people stop play. They're like, I, I can't do just the basic things I want to do. That's what people don't understand. They're like, well, we want to grind. We want the game to last. We want pe- what do you want to hit max level in a week? Then what are you going to do? What do you mean, what am I going to do? I'm going to play the freaking game. I'm going to play the new content. I'm going to grind for the new guns. I'm going to go for a god roll. Like, that's destiny. That's destiny. Everybody coming in and saying happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Four years of streaming uh, and three years of partnership. I appreciate you guys very much. If you're enjoying the back and forth and the dialogue and it's like an interactive radio show, remember to click that follow button. That is a free and easy way to support the stream. I uh, appreciate you guys very, very much coming in and doing this. It's getting lively, it's getting hot, it's getting spicy, but I appreciate all the good questions. Uh, Midrin OW, what do you think about the possibility of changing Gambit queuing up to where you choose your role while you're in the waiting for Drifter? Uh, we've already gotten this uh, this question. Um, uh, we got this the other day. Um, if you choose your role when you're in the waiting room for Drifter, the only thing you're going to run into is solo queue would probably become a nightmare because people would be fighting and mad and then they would leave. You know, like I, you get punished for leaving. But again, I, I, I see where your head's at. I think their idea of doing roles was one that we came up with. 
we actually came up with that in a talk before where we said what if you stood on the little lights and each light was like you saying what you were going to do well I want to invade well I want to get moats well I'm going to you know I'm going to be DPS or whatever we had this idea way way back but even back then I was kind of like it's kind of risky because people are going to fight people are going to get angry people are going to get mad um it, it might just turn into more frustration than it's worth. Thank you for the 500 bits, Duros. I appreciate that. Um, uh, Pedro says, Hey, Lono, I understand the leveling system is broken and it takes a long time to get to max level, at least for me. What is your idea for a better leveling system? I've already outlined my idea for a better leveling system. I think every blue and legendary that drops should be at your level. So if you're 660, okay, and you have pieces that are below 660, you can grind and get pieces to drop and eventually get those pieces at 660. So then everything is at 660. Now you're obviously going to have a couple pieces that might be a little bit higher, but if you polish most of your gear up to 660 by just grinding strikes, public events, even crucible, gamut, whatever, just stuff should be dropping at your level and you round out those rough edges, then you can go into a milestone with confidence that it's going to be a good drop for you. What we end up doing now is we go into a milestone and we've got a couple of pieces that are really high and a couple of pieces that are really low and we're like, oh, please, please give me the thing that I need. That would, that, that's why it's so terrible. If I rounded out my gear and got everything to 660 with the exception of like maybe like one piece and I don't really want to play Crucible, if I go and play Crucible with the confidence that like whatever drops is going to help me because I took the time to grind and get everything to 660, the milestone now has way more value to me and Bungie's still getting their way. It's still the best way, okay? The best way to level is still to do all the milestones, but you're empowering the player to feel a sense of progression even if they don't want to do that. If someone's like, I don't really want to go play Crucible or Gambit, I'm just going to keep grinding strikes, I'm just going to keep grinding public events, and I'm going to get little jumps, they, they feel a sense of progress. So there isn't this, no, come back next week crap. It's, oh, no, I can grind the rest of the week and get little jumps, and I'm going to get my character ready for Tuesday reset. Y- you're empowering the player to feel like they have agency over their leveling, and if they want to take advantage of your milestone, they can't. It's that simple. By the way, if you guys are coming in, they're doing maintenance, like like calm down. It's just maintenance. They do it periodically. It's going to last for like another 45 minutes. You can hang out here and have a discussion with us. If you're enjoying the content, the back and forth, the Q&A, I do this all the time. I do this with Anthem. I do this with Division. We take questions from the audience. It's like an interactive radio show. Typically, I would be playing. Uh, if you like the content, click that little heart button and follow my channel. It's a free way to support what I do. T-Funk says, do you think they want people to leave weapons behind naturally by making what you say is costly rather than making people forced to leave uh, gear like in D1? Oh, I don't think that's their goal, T-Funk. No, no. I don't think their mindset is, well, if we make it really costly for you to infuse that midnight coup, you'll probably leave it behind, right? No, I don't think that's their mindset at all. Uh, Trout Freak with the Prime sub, thank you. Soaring Eagle with 20 months of subs. Welcome back, dude. That's a long time. Thank you, Soaring Eagle. Silver Fang. If Destiny had the loot system like Division 2, I would play more because I wouldn't feel like my time was wasted. What are your thoughts? Well, the loot system in in Division 2 wouldn't fit in this game. It's a min-maxing game. Destiny's game is about loot and perks, and it's far more simplistic. Division is more about your overall stats, and lots of little pieces contribute to your overall stats. 
so it's a very very different structure you can't shove that system into destiny that would not be good that would be an identity shift for destiny that i don't think the player base would like and it i don't think the game needs it personally you, you don't need a min you don't need to be min maxing in destiny <clears throat> who tweeted that masterwork cores are not being removed in reference to the TWAB D- DMG tweeted at Fuzz he posted on the Bungie forums to get out ahead of everybody's expectations and he said we're not removing them we're going to explain our thought process behind the, them and how they exist in the ecosystem Jolly Meal wouldn't items dropping at level devalue infusion once you hit max level infusion would no longer be needed you could just stockpile resources what are you talking about you would still need to infuse and you can have more loadouts. Like, you could have multiple versions of exotics or boots or, or pieces that you like. You wouldn't stockpile resources. You would still have the guns that you like. I have multiple shotguns I like using. I have multiple primaries, multiple heavies. I have different armor pieces I switch out. Just on my Warlock alone, I have to switch out to... I have two helmets that I use. I have the skull of the dire Ahamkara and then a legendary uh, helmet. And then I have two gauntlets that I like to use. And then I have two chess pieces. I have three chess pieces I like to use. There's Phoenix Protocol. There is the... Oh, uh, what's the one that does the explosive damage off of the... It does the Firefly off of the... Uh, frick! If it does the off of the off of the kinetic, and then I have my regular legendary chest piece. Then I have regular legendary boots, chromatic fire. Thank you. And then I have regular legendary boots, and I have the geomag boots. All of those pieces need infused to max power. So like that's a lot of work I have to do at the end game just for my warlock to make sure all my different builds are 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 you know beefed up. Uh, Paramagician, thank you so much for the sub. Fuzz bounce. Do you think Bungie is trying to artificially increase the prestige of masterwork weapons? No, that's not. I don't think that's the motivation. I think they're just trying to slow you down. Um, Angelus. At this point, it just feels like the entire game is faulty. They can't change randomness of nightfalls. They can't change Ada's frames. And they can't seem to fix simple stuff on a daily basis. Do you feel like there is so much stuff that could be fixed easily, but isn't that almost like there's something more is wrong? If you want me to theorize on what's happening... I believe Luke Smith told us in his blog post when he addressed the community. He said most of the people here have their eyes forward. Okay, They're looking to the future and what they can do with the future content as well as making good on the promised content of the annual pass as well as thinking about the next installment of Destiny. If that's happening, all hands on deck are probably on either the next iteration of content for September, maybe Destiny 3, if they're rebuilding the game in Unreal, which a lot of us are praying for. If that's happening, then I think a lot of people might be getting shifted off of just like some of those things that seem like that'd be a minor fix. Ada's stuff's not rotating right. Nightfalls haven't rotated right for for a long time. And they don't tell us why. They just, as the one question said, it's been 20 plus weeks since Corrupted got into the Nightfall rotation, except for the one time they artificially went in and changed it. And even then, it's been 10 weeks since it rotated. They didn't even rotate. It didn't rotate. They put it in there. So I don't know what's going on. I, tr- I truly don't know what's happening. I don't know why. That's my theory, is they're just, they're doing everything they can to build whatever's next. Two months from Stealth Gaming. Uh, thank you so much. Sess Mode. Destiny 2 is so relatively new for a video game. Do you think Destiny 3 talks are actually happening or how far out from an announcement? I mean, they're definitely thinking about the next game. They have to be. Because Destiny 2, to a certain extent, they might let it just land and coast. 
They let it land in coast. They have another annual pass. They get us through all the way through next year. And then maybe they do it again. And then Destiny 3 launches in 2021. You know? Red Vacus. How do you think a gear system similar to Final Fantasy would work? In Final Fantasy, non-raiders would complete captain activities every week. Oh, certain activities every week. Uh, at a guaranteed to have gear that is one step below cap by week 12 of the major patch but it will not be optimized and they will not have access to the best weapons people who raid will have faster access to optimal gear as well you're basically talking about what I'm talking about having gear dropping everywhere that kind of helps you kind of raise your lowest pieces or your pieces that are below and then then you can go do milestones and stuff like that Uh, Sadek Could making specific weapons or armor be automatically the highest power be a solution? Um, make, could making specific weapons or armor being automatically the highest power be a solution? I don't know what you mean. If you mean they target and give you the biggest jumps, that's smart RNG. I don't think smart RNG is the answer because that just turns it into a transaction of time. I do think getting excited about being like, I need boots. My lowest thing is boots. And then you get boots. That excitement could still be present even in the system that I've outlined. Even if you round off your gear, you could still say, oh, this would be the best drop for me. And when you get it, it's exciting. You would still gain power if it didn't give you what you really needed. So it wouldn't feel like a waste of time. Taken Queen DLC, then the annual pass. I've theorized that for a long time that what we're getting in September will be called the Taken Queen, and then they'll do another annual pass. Uh, you know, but I, I just don't know if they have time to build that much content, you know? Uh, without the help of Vicarious Visions and High Moon Studios. You gotta consider that. Ghost Glitch with 30 months as a girl who just wants boots. I almost misread that. I was like, why is she saying that? I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you're here. Thanks for the sub. Sorry you're not getting your boots, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is she making that her sub sub message? Uh, get, get, got you. I'm not reading that. Uh, so are you really removing, are they really removing enhancement cores? No, they're not. Uh, a guy with gun. Shouldn't all exotics create orbs on multi-kills at this point? Catalysts are missing. Oh, yeah, they could make that intrinsic to exotics, but it might not be as easy. I think that, um, thank you, Tattoo, for the resub, Tattoo Evolution. I think that exotic catalysts were a bit of a band-aid. Uh, MW2 Killer. Do you think Bungie doesn't know what they want to do for the game? Examples being Masterworks being only for Masterworks, then clan bounties are taken away. Some of it, I think, is just removing some of the things that are just carryover from D2 Vanilla more than anything. Um, NSAX. Do you think they could implement a mode like Escalation Protocol, Challenge of the Elders, where the longer you survive, the more enhancement cores you got? I mean, I... is the problem that big that we need to come in with a whole new a whole new game mode to solve the currency problem? <laughs> like, don't introduce a currency problem and then be like, "Don't worry, guys, we're gonna give you Escalation Protocol, and you can play it and play it and play it, and that's how you'll get enhancement cores." I don't want content to solve a problem for the currency problem they created. Doesn't that seem kind of backwards? Um electricity or electric kitty sorry wouldn't it be better to get rid of the light power altogether no 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 no. i think that's part of the identity of the game that that's fine you have that in anthem and you have that in division it's totally fine to have your player level and your power level your player level and your gear score that i think that's totally fine again we don't need to completely overhaul the game two very small changes would make leveling and infusion 
significantly better. Two small changes. All blues and purples drop at your power level to round out your gear before doing milestones. That natural influx of small jumps, I think, would just naturally encourage people to infuse less, and you take infusion cores out of infusion. So infusion's a little bit more readily available, but since you're getting so frequent teeny tiny jumps, nobody has to tell you not to infuse a lot. Don't infuse a lot, like the finger wag that people do. Well, you should be waiting to infuse. This would naturally show people that infusing a lot's going to be detrimental to your, to your currency. Seller Dweller, do you think having spider cell cores for a set decent amount of shards, 15 or 20, would help? Again, people are trying to put band-aids on the situation. I appreciate the point that, like, a band-aid would solve. They would potentially, you know, remove some of the pain, but I do think it's a fundamental problem and flaw with the currency itself. So, that is the final question. We're going to keep discussing this, so don't leave. Keep the stream here. We're obviously waiting on maintenance. We'll keep discussing it going back and forth. But I'm going to chop this here and do a little outro for the podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you listening or watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.